You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed, and I'm here with Phil the Phil Badger. And probably the hottest take that I can come up with right now is I would play a game, a new um, Uncharted Lost Legacy style game with Abby um, before I'd be interested in another Last of Us game starring Ellie. Who is Abby? <laughs> She was a very extremely controversial uh, character whose narrative um, was about a good third of The Last of Us Part Two, right. and who is the target of of uh, Ellie's revenge, and is who who she's chasing with for for more for pretty much the entire game. I would assume that she was being chased by the origami king. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I waited until I finished the uh the last of us uh, before I started on origami king just so I wouldn't get those two narratives confused. That makes sense. That could be a big mess. <laughs> yes, a lot of paper cuts, of course. Mhm. Um No, I um I have a serious question. Whatever we, um, on this podcast, if we get, um, the only time that, um, like we give a false narrative is if we get something wrong or if we're saying things just to be funny, just to be sarcastic. Correct. Correct. Yeah. We, we don't intentionally try to mislead folks. Yeah. So with that being said, um, did you hear that we found a uh, cure for coronavirus? <laughs> is it the, is it the Corona beer? No, not at all. This guy named Philip Mewson, uh, started, um, a, came back from the dead and started playing dead cells again. Uh, Oh, oh! Did he? Uh, did he cop? Did he copy his play from somebody else? Actually, no. From what people have said, it's a um, his review is kind of a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Once a plagiarizer, always a plagiarizer, though. So I get that. I mean. Um, there have been a lot of backlash to him putting out videos, and especially from his old boss from IGN. <laughs> mm-hmm. Said to um, find a different field of um, find a different line of work, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, I, I think I saw something about that. But I'm like. With being a, um, with being a plagiarist, I just wanted to ask the question: um, 
what type of job can he get now? <laughs> I'm sure he could do a job that involves physical labor, um, you, you know, something that, you know, something where he's not, you know, doing uh, something that's creative for public consumption. Or, you know, he could maybe do tech support. Um, You know, just... But then he has to get it right... But then he has to get it right the first time. And he'll just... But if you work work tech support, though, you're kind of expected to use Google and get ideas from others, so... That makes sense. Maybe that's a job where being a plagiarizer could be a benefit. <laughs> that's one. I mean, my suggestion was basically, then um, don't take this seriously. Maybe being a, um, um, getting into politics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> Everything's on fire right now. That's all I know. Yeah, and it's not good for your background either. But no, <clears throat> but. it's just a little paper mache uh, goomba behind me. So, yeah, um, but yeah, just uh, I found. Um, yeah, I just found that to be quite funny. People said that he did a good review, but that he needs to go find another line of work. Mm -hmm. I just want to know who he stole this good review from. I, the world will never know. (laughs) Not to steal from. Ideally, the world will never know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's being um should I say kind of disrespectful. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So have you heard any news about Doctor Disrespect? <laughs> Just the uh, <laughs> You know, I I don't know what to believe on that anymore. Um I've heard everything from harassment issues to actual criminal issues to he was looking to hop out, hop somewhere else. So Twitch just made up a reason to fire him and end his contract. So who knows? He, his, he was in negotiations to make a new contract because of all the money he's made. And so then they banned him for some reason and never gave an explanation why. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and the, and the last thing I think I heard about a week ago is he might sue, he might sue Twitch over this whole situation. So I have no idea what's real anymore. I mean, that's in the context of things, that's not very likely, but, uh, I mean, he had to put that statement out just mm-hmm. because he's an entertainer. He's got to, uh, 
he's got to stay relevant. <laughs> so mm-hmm. got to keep his like, name in the headlines. Yeah, exactly. And so he'll either do something like uh, YouTube or Facebook. Hopefully, YouTube and not Facebook because that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole other dumpster fire, in my opinion. So. Yeah, but I don't know what to think of it <laughs> yet. Uh, I think until some solid news comes out, it's just kind of hard to know what to make of it. Yeah, basically. Uh, unlike uh, 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 Mr. Musin XDM, as I like to call him now. <laughs> uh, no. Um, did you, in terms of games, did you hear about um, the new standard for Metacritic? Um, is this the one where they're gonna lock, you know, lock out, lock down user reviews for until a game has been out for thirty six hours? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have a policy like that to begin with. In all honesty. I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to read a review from somebody who's played the game for only five minutes. That's, you know, and that just, that's just a policy that leaves them vulnerable to, you know, folks with access, access to grind on a particular game can, uh, you know, can tank a, tank a user review score. Um, you know, not to say somebody who's mad now at a game won't be mad, won't still be, will probably still be mad at it in 36 hours, but. But the chances of someone posting it <laughs> um, is not as likely right now <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, the hype about it has died down. Right. I mean, 36 hours. And obviously, you know, and the the catalyst for this, I think, was the review bombing that The Last of Us Part Two uh, sustained upon its release. Again, due to that controversial to the controversial new character, Abby um, and folks, you know, not liking how certain parts of the story played out, which I'm not going to spoil here because it's the game's still too new for me to want to spoil Um, are you frozen there, Ian? So it became less about, uh, you know where I'm going with this joke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the, um, the first reviews, mm-hmm. the last of the first reviews. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good move going forward for a site that I never use. So. <laughs> I never use it either, so um, I just rely on my own experiences, my own you know, my own take, you know, my own opinions. Um, I generally will read a review to make sure a game's not you know broken on like a technical level. 
you know, if a game performs like garbage, you know, just strictly in terms of performance, that's what I check out a review for. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't go to game reviews, you know, critical or user reviews for, in, you know, for story information and stuff like that. You know, that's my opinion. The tastes on those are way too subjective for me to get any sort of a feeling out of a review. Yeah. Speaking of um, uh, bugs within a game, a, I see that you have Paper Mario and the Origami King. Did you hear mm-hmm. about the uh, game-breaking bug for that game? I have not. <laughs> I just... Um, I forgot about it, and then because you put up that poster, remember that they found out about um like i found out last night <laughs> so Uh-oh. there's a game breaking bug for the game that you're playing right now uh-oh that's never fun to hear <laughs> i'm looking it up um hey i'm looking up on google right now um I'm pulling up um, for uh, I'm pulling up a site called Polygon. I've never heard of it before. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to Poly here or uh, Poly here. That was, that was Polygon. Who knows? Poly going. No. <laughs> And who's it, Polly anyway? It says that it's near the end of the. It says that it's near the end of the game, and we have, we probably have some friends who are uh, Polly, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play wordplay now. <laughs> uh. 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 But yeah, near the well, end. Of the I, game, I don't. I, at least I hope I'm not near the end of the game. So hopefully that should be patched by the time it becomes a problem for me. Hopefully, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um. Yeah. I'll. It says. Um. Have you ever? Um. Have you gone into the? Uh, Spring of Rainbows. <laughs> no, I've not even heard of that. All right, when you get there, then uh, they'll um the bug will be there. So okay. Well, I'll just have to watch myself. There's not a patch that comes before. Yeah. So, yeah, I will send the link and actually um, put that link in the description when <laughs> it's all said and done. Um, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah. Um, I... W- that's what happens when you um, I feel like they kind of rushed the game a little bit 
kind of like Skyward Sword a little bit, but mm-hmm. because that game had a game crashing bug too. Oh, yeah, I never, never actually played Skyward Sword, so I wouldn't say that it's um, with Skyward Sword. I wouldn't say it's the best Zelda game there is. It isn't. Mm-hmm. But it is, in my opinion, worth playing at least once. <laughs> okay. I know uh, I've tried to look for it a couple of times and just not had a lot of luck. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't find it at a price that's not inflated. So, um, yeah, just like then. Hmm. Just like Skyward Sword, the uh, um, price is inflated and um, mm-hmm. the price goes skyward, basically. So Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, so there is um, you Mind telling us uh, what type of game The Last of Us is for the people who don't know? Um, for those for those who don't know, um, The Last of Us is um, well. The first the first game came out in 2013, um, kind of the end of the PlayStation Three generation was kind of the uh, regarded as the big send off for that platform. Um, but basically, it is um, about a pandemic um, regarded, re- you know, that kind of ends society. Um, I can't imagine what anything like that would be would be like to live through right now. So, um, but anyway, um, this pandemic in The Last of Us takes the form of a fungal infection that drives, that is able to take up. Uh, to take a human host and convert it for its own uh, its own uses, and um, drives drives the infected mad and turns them into face eating zombies. And the Last of Us is basically how does humanity adapt after that? Um, the first the first story is the story of Joel and Ellie. Um, a girl who is supposedly immune um, to this uh, zombie infection. And Joel is tasked with getting her to a group called the Fireflies so that she they can figure out why she's immune and make a cure. Um, things don't exactly go as planned, and that's all I'm going to say on that, just in case somebody still wants to not be spoiled on the first game, which... And the results of that game lead to Last of Us Part Two. Makes sense. <laughs> Which continues the story of Ellie and Joel and introduces us to Abby. And you'll see and then once you get there, you'll see the part she plays and how everything plays out. Fair. Uh, um it is a, it is a, it is a very, you know, it can be a brutal game at times. It's there's a lot of focus on stealth combat, 
um, both against infected, um, the infected, uh, and also some of the human survivors who have, you know, gone, who are kind of, who are become kind of tribal and regard Joel and Ellie as, as, um, you know, as trespassers, basically, who aren't supposed to be there. And, and, you know, they're, when they're just trying to survive and get to where they need to go. Yeah, but none of you would you would agree with me that none of the zombies are fun guys, right? No, they're not no. fun at all. No, <laughs> even though they are fun guy zombies, they're not fun. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I know that was bad. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was waiting right there, though. It was. <laughs> um. See, um, but no Mucin XDM, right? Nope, Mm-mm. no, no Mucin. All right, just making sure. Um, let's see. There's speaking of um, info and uh, I guess like pandemic wise or things like that. Um, I've been seeing a lot of posts and things like that on the internet saying that this CDC has been very corrupt. <laughs> um, as someone with autism, I kind of uh, I understand a little bit better how they, I feel like I <laughs> have more information on um on that subject um but uh bill what do you think of them as a company about the cdc being corrupt well i haven't seen the context of how those posts i don't think i've seen them i try to actually avoid that kind of stuff because it sounds like conspiracy theory nonsense um it's fun. um with CDC CDC is actually a bit more complicated than it seems um and I'm going to do my best to um make sure I'm being very clear about this um what people don't understand is that um, what a lot of people I feel don't understand is that the CDC is supposed to act like a nonprofit in that regard mm-hmm. because even though it uh, is a government agency, yeah, and um, their job is to pull in information from a pulling information as because they're a hub they're a hub for information mm-hmm. basically they're a data warehouse and so they mm-hmm. write reports that say say for instance one in 59 children has autism um but what people feel is corrupt is like within that example one in 59 children has autism they believe that uh, 
that it's significantly less than that. Like it's more of like one in 80 or one in a hundred. And, mm-hmm. and to be clear, they're right. <laughs> the computer theories are right. They are telling the truth, <laughs> but not the whole truth. Like say, for, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like if I I have this cousin who acts like me, talks like me, mm-hmm. things like that. If we went into a room and we talked to a random stranger and we asked that stranger which one of us has autism, there's a good chance that my cousin <laughs> would be picked. So, mm-hmm. so it's just like that. Like CDC does a lot of. Uh, a lot of logistics in their um, detailed data because uh, people can get that money and make a mistake off of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So they account for that. (laughs) And so um, for the most part, like doctors and things like that will like with this pandemic, We'll get that information right. They'll, for the most part, have like a, they'll be 95% right, (laughs) depending on uh, how fast they can get that information, which is not fast at all. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. How much, how fast they can process that information, which is not at all, because it's a new virus, so the paperwork is even more. And mm-hmm. then things like that. Um, so give this some time, and uh, what's it called? Um, the information will be more accurate because the data is based on how many. Um, the data itself is based on projection and not on the actual information. They are, from what I can see, doing their job. And and there may be some corruption that we don't see. (laughs) But I mean, any large, any large government bureaucracy is prone to corruption you know, to have some corruption in it, but I don't believe the whole, the organization as a whole is corrupt. No, I don't believe that either. Uh, I mean, all the money they get is from the government. So, mm-hmm. so if they're being highly corrupt, then it's more of a top down problem it's more of a Mm -hmm. government issue than it is them (laughs) right but i've said just a tad too much on that (laughs) i feel (laughs) uh you're on a watch list now ian uh yeah uh watch out Uh, (laughs) yes um but no, speaking of not having all the information, uh, my, I 
All right, I'm in focus again. Yay. Hold on. Yay. Yay. And the light helps, I think. Um, (laughs) um, Speaking of not having the whole picture, um, let's talk a little bit about Facebook, if you don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) What exactly do you want to talk about there? I just have, and I want, <laughs> I just want a yes or no answer. Does it, um, does it seem like Facebook is um, leading us in a direction? A, a, they said that they're not going to be an arbiter of truth, but it feels like they're leading us down a path. <laughs> With the information, with information that's uh, being presented on the platform, I don't. Well, I think it's. I don't know that it's necessarily Facebook's doing the, of this, um, but I think the expression "a lie can get around the world" in in the time that it takes the truth to get out of bed and put its shoes on. So I think that's kind of the effect that Facebook has. It just takes that same expression and turns it up to the nth degree. No, I and you know I'm sure there are things that Facebook can do about that, but I don't know what they are. I mean, like, like I had been. Because I'm kind of an essential worker now, I want to see like the data behind how people are getting infected, and I use um, many uh, different platforms, but Facebook seems to try to, unlike the other ones like YouTube or. No, just YouTube um, seems to just um, this kind of kept me from um, seeing information about that um, mm-hmm. versus like the YouTube platform or and I don't um, and they say that they're not an arbiter of truth. But from my perspective, it seems more like they want to lead me. But if, down you know, path. but if they're, but a third, yeah. Well, and I think by choosing to not, you know, to not make a determination of what truth is, you know, they they allow what, you know, what is the loudest in you know being trumpeted by the most to kind of have that effect of, you know, the lie, you know, that gets around the world before the truth puts its shoes on. Um, you know, I think, you know, intentionally or not, doesn't really matter. That's the effect that's happening, you know, and there are, there are a certain amount of people who will, who will, who want to believe the lie, you know, just because it's comforting to them for whatever reason, you know, truth, truth has a habit of being uncomfortable for, you know, for certain, for certain people, 
And I think that's that's something that Facebook needs to reckon with. Just because the world the world can be a harsh place, and truth truth is uncomfortable, but I think truth ultimately sets us free. I believe in that greatly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know what... Hey, I don't have the answer about what they should do, but it does seem like... Um, I would say for Facebook to be the lesser of the two, and to be a little bit of an arbiter, <laughs> because that's the lesser of the two evils right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, but, i I think I think they can do more. You know, of you know, high, you know, getting the truth out there. Um, you know, folks will believe what they want to believe, but. You know, Facebook doesn't need to be a silent part of the conspiracy, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, they have um, <laughs> some of my friends' posts have been taken down, and they say um, um, this post has been privated because not all the information is true. Has been reviewed by um, independent review board or things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So they are putting measures to make sure that the information. But is how correct. many? But how many? Yeah, but how many folks saw that post before before <laughs> it was turned private? That's what I'd want to know. Because those folks are still impacted by by the mistruth that went out there. Yeah, and then there's it's kind of like I, as you see my Facebook. I haven't posted. I've tried to be considerably more private now, given. I want if I post something, I want to know if that information is right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I you know, and I it. I'm yeah, I mostly just consume content now. I don't I've maybe made like five posts in the last four years. So and most and some a lot of those have to do with what movie I was seeing at that time. So. Uh, yeah. Now that we're not going to movie, th- now that we're not going to movie theaters anymore, um, few of my friends have been posting um, this meme about Doctor Fauci, <laughs> saying that he's um, sitting next to two people on opening day, and people are saying he's not practicing what he preaches. <laughs> I haven't seen that, so I can't comment on it. Um, from what I've gathered, um, 
some people have said that those two people are his family members. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and if I they're mean, in his it, family, he would need he would need to distance himself from them. <laughs> so I'm just like, this is a non-issue. This is only mm-hmm. to this is just publicity stunt. This is that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't care about it. I'm just like just giving an example. <laughs> right. For the most mm-hmm. part. I don't want to give people more credit than what they actually deserve. Um, but yeah, um, so do you ever, um, watch, um, politics channels on YouTube? Um, not really. Um, the, the closest I come to that is I'll watch the MSNBC clips, the clips from MSNBC that happen to be up on YouTube, but you know, nothing that originated, nothing really that originates from YouTube. Most of that just feels like a dumpster fire. It very much is. <laughs> um, a lot of the news media that comes from YouTube has a consistency of um, being very inconsistent. <laughs> and there are very few news channels I mean, on the platform that don't last. <laughs> yeah, um, there's there's a yeah, no, there's a you know it's very easy to find whatever echo chamber you want to put yourself into, and you know, certainly you know I'm not going to say that I haven't done that as well, but yeah, it's you know it's very easy to find news and information that lines up with your with your beliefs instead of you know and, you know, conforming the truth to your beliefs instead of the other way around. Uh, conforming. Yeah. I, I try. I mean, with any, um, with any like, uh, YouTube channel or any, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, I can't think of it like YouTube channel or even TV show that talks about the news. I mm-hmm. base it. Off I mean, of- I, I like, I like clips that dunk on politicians. I disagree with as much as anybody, but you know, that's, that's not really, that's not really news. I, yeah, I, what I do like from a, from like a macro level is I take or macro micro level. I mean, is take the news that, um, um, based off what I know. And if I, um, don't know about a certain topic, then I don't talk about it. Like I'm an expert. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because then, um, I'm laying down lots. I'm laying down assumptions. Like mm-hmm. I will 
um, say here that most of what I say on this show, I pull from a few places like Review Tech USA. They're pretty good. Hmm. Um, Jim Sterling uh, and Philip DeFranco. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. that's where I get most of my information about for this show. And then I, um, I do my, (laughs) I make sure not to plagiarize if, Mm -hmm. (sighs) and if I get something wrong, I'm, (laughs) I mean, if we, if we get, if we do happen to get something wrong, I think it's good to be definitely upfront about it. Yeah. And next episode that comes up, I'll make a correction (laughs) or I'll Mm -hmm. look to see if I can, um, edit the video or the social media things along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. um, but no, I've, um, I've, I mean, there's been, a, um, uh, there's been some people who have, um, uh, kind of populated, um, like my friends' posts and things like that, like that. I'd like to say I wouldn't recommend. I won't uh, put out names, but I will say how they um, do their content. Except for Timcast, we've already covered them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, um, but like, uh, so as you know. Like with Timcast, I don't trust him as a platform use a like to use the platform because within the description of the a within the um um Vlog Brothers say the doobly do um within the um the drop down of the video uh be, the thing below the video that you can say show more they don't. Mm-hmm they don't put their sources. They, they, they do put their sources. Sorry. Um, they don't put their links to how they, um, um, get paid, whether they, um, um, use Patreon, which, which in Tim Cass case, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, a few others that I've seen. <laughs> Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, if you don't know how they're, um, if you don't know how they're making money, then they seem, in my opinion, a bit untrustworthy. Like, if you Mm -hmm. see an ad, you expect to see, like, um, if you see an ad on TV, you see brought to you by the ad council or brought to you um, or it shows a link or it shows where to go that has that information. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you would agree, right? Yes. Yes, I would. Yeah. I mean, um, then... And obviously, because um, 
and like and to clarify, like within this podcast, we don't get paid for this. We are kind of kind we're kind of doing this through the kindness of our hearts to make sure mm-hmm. that yeah. So um but then um there's one guy, I won't say who he is because I don't want to bring attention to him, but people who see him will know who he is. Um has this YouTube channel that is named after a 23rd uh, century um, century BC dictator. <laughs> and it's kind of, I know that's um, um, what's it called? Um, they're not plagiarizing or anything, but uh, that is um, um, it is it can be used for consumption, but then this um, content creator is using the name intentionally to get more publicity um, to his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, information and content that would normally, if he, say, Named himself, uh, named himself something else. He wouldn't get as much attention. <laughs> He's um, it's not it's not him. He's not being um, should I say unique about it? <laughs> or mm-hmm. he's not. He's yeah. He's getting more attention than he should. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying because he's he named himself after someone who's already dead. <laughs> it's like it's like if I decided to if I um, rename myself Elon Musk, I would <laughs> I would get more attention than he I would, tried. and probably not all the good good attention that you want. Yeah. Or it be like um um because he passed away naming myself Gene Wilder <laughs> or think, or something like that. <sighs> so I would get more attention. I'm taking the screen name of someone who's already dead and trying to um profit off of their name. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. But then there's a there are other artists like um, I won't say his name either. But there's this one creator who um, has decided to use his full name as the. Um, as his YouTube channel, and that's a, <laughs> I would say that's a cardinal sin. If <laughs> yeah, if generally, that I wouldn't regard it as a as a not a good idea. And generally on YouTube, generally on Twitter, that's not a good idea. Like, um, unless you have a really unless big you, audience. Or you have a pre-established public identity that you're looking to to leverage. Um, like the one, 
big exception to that rule, in my opinion, is Jim Sterling <laughs> mm-hmm. or the uh, the Jimquisition, uh, because he has the name, he has, um, I mean that's that's the one person out of any platform that uh, I would say. Um, he can use that however he wants um, mm-hmm. because I mean, he has a team. He has people that can um, uh, be behind him. Um, and he has the other name if anything goes wrong. He has the second name. Um, mm-hmm. But there's this one conservative political person who um, from the start decided to use his full name and that's never a good idea because yeah you become a target and because mm-hmm. they people can find you on Facebook people can find you on the Twitter people can find um, mm-hmm. it's like um, it's like on YouTube when I post, my name is Ian S. <laughs> so I, so that they don't know my full Still, name. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Uh, and I don't want my, um, my personal information <laughs> to be um, unintentionally known by people because I put my, uh, <laughs> Because I put my full name out on there. That's kind of like putting my um, social security number on a bus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And hitting the court. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh. And challenging folks to uh, to uh, steal his information with that, with that information. Oh, Not those were the days. I think it only took like nine days for that for him to get hacked after he did after he put that out there. It's not a good move. It's not a matter of if he got hacked. It was a matter of when and then when mm-hmm. it happened, how much afterwards. <laughs> um, but no, I. Um, and I know what you're probably thinking, like uh, Philip DeFranco uses his real name, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. He doesn't use his real name. His first name is the real name, but DeFranco mm-hmm. is not his last name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I, I always presume has made his last name something a little more marketable than than what he actually has. And a little easier to remember. Yeah. Yeah, there was maybe like three, four years ago, he posted about um, saying that this is not his real name. And because like um, there was a whole controversy between him and his father who... Um, um, because 
his father thought that he had um, registered his, um, changed his name because he wanted to never be associated with his family again. And so to, um, he, um, he felt that his son disowned him. <laughs> mm. But, but that wasn't at all the case. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and so in, and so in light of that, he actually, to prove that he loves his family, his father um, was dying of uh, liver failure. And so he asked his audience to see if they could donate him a liver. And one of his mm-hmm. people, um, one of his audience members did so. And so it's been a slow uh, um, what's it called? Learning issue. <laughs> so mm-hmm. but no. Um, no, I uh, that's that's another one of my quote unquote commandments, if we can call it that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, being able to right. not uh-huh. have um, not using your entire name. It's okay for me or me to say Ian or Ian the Well Informed mm-hmm. or um, what else? Um, or Dave to be Dave the Geek or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but then there's like Markiplier who does say his full name on stream. Mark um fishbach um uh, yeah i'll never remember what that i'll never remember that name or how to i can't guess how to spell it so yeah i think a name in that in like a name like markiplier is definitely easier to remember and easier to search for yeah and it won't give any proprietary information or any um, mm-hmm. It won't give any information like credit card or social security number or things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's always good to have like a a fake name or not show the uh-huh. whole thing. Um, let's see. There's. Oh, and then. Um, there's one last one. There's one. Um, there's one guy who I see his videos, but then I can never remember his name. He, I want to call him. I can't remember what his. Um, it's so. His um, YouTube name is so off the wall that I want to call him uh, Mr. Riversticks. Because I will never remember his name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've never heard of him. So, um, but he kind of, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, on the opposite end, making sure that 
you have a name that can be remembered is kind of important because, <laughs> but I, all these people, all these um, um, YouTube channels that I'm talking about um, don't post where they get their money from, whether it be mm-hmm. um, all of them, all of them, uh, what's it called? Don't, um, don't post that they have Patreons and they all have Patreons. <laughs> mm. um, and if, so it, all of them seem kind of on a level like shady to me. <laughs> But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about this a little bit more, but um, that's for another episode, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're we're got to start wrapping it up here. I kind of and I kind of rambled on on that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, but um, where can we find you, Phil? Uh, you can still find me in my basement, um, where I'll be until this uh, pandemic is over, probably. Um, probably trying to chase down the Origami King for a little while. Um, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice palate cleanser after Last of Us Part Two. And then uh, don't know where I'm going, what I'm going to play after that. So, yeah. Um, and then where can we find you, Ian? Um, um, you can find me in a random room doing my best not to be disrespectful. <laughs> or <laughs> because or somewhere I out in the world the being thing. an essential worker, right? Yeah, basically. I think I think those two cross paths, though. So, <laughs> doing my best not to be. Um, but yeah, you can find me at eInformed.com, informed with an A. Um, and as always, don't be disrespectful <laughs> to others. Wear a mask. Wash your mask. hands. Wash your hands. And don't forget to be awesome. Um, and make the world suck less, please. <laughs> Dave, are you here? For the love of I am. For the love of God, make the world suck less. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah. Well, thank you. Um make the world suck less and hopefully have a good day <laughs> and days. <laughs>